You are listening to Saturdays with the Story Dude, a bi-weekly podcast about the world of screenwriting and screenwriters and anything to do with the business of film and TV and screenwriters, screenwriting. I'm your host, Jared Dean Winchester, and I've been thinking with the constant rise and introduction and popularity of streaming services like Amazon Prime Video and Netflix and Stan, which is the Australian version of Hulu, and the plethora of other streaming services, including Paramount Plus and Disney Plus and how many other streaming services are out there competing for our watchful eyes, the viewers' watchful eyes, which one is worth it? That is not the question that I like answered in this episode. What I do like answered is, are the content... Or is the content that each of these streaming services have on their platforms, on their service, any good? Now, apparently, recent developments with Netflix has gotten viewers quitting right, left, and center, which is not happening as Know, as fast as it is now, as it was back then. So, what is it about a streaming service that makes it unique? Is it the original TV shows or is it the original content? I would say that would be the only proposition that's that's the makes it a, a point of difference, the point of competition. Now, here we have a streaming service that I am considering signing up for, Binge. Now, there is one thing though. I came across a TV show called Legacies which was a sequel to The Vampire Diaries. And it follows the children of some of the characters in Vampire Diaries. Now, I found it to be binge-worthy. However, shows like that are only available exclusively on select platforms like binge. So, what subscribers are doing these days is they're subscribing to a particular streaming service just to watch that particular TV show or movie that that's the streaming service has exclusively, like 
another example would be Stranger Things on Netflix and other Netflix originals. So if one of them is your favorite, or if one of them is a favorite of a viewer, what that subscriber will do, he will simply subscribe, watch the whole way through, cancel subscription. It seems like a trend. But that actually is the real problem here. Now, for subscribers to be doing that, something is amiss. While it's great that a streaming service differentiates itself from the rest of the crowd, it does not do enough to keep subscribers coming back. So... That means it will do anything it can to keep subscribers on the platform, thereby curbing the behavior of subscribing to watch a particular TV show or movie, then canceling, and when a better one comes along, onto that same platform, the subscriber would come back again, subscribe, and the cycle continues. Where does it end? I'd say as long as subscribers have a preference for a particular TV show and it is available on a particular platform exclusively, they will continue this behavior. So what I'm trying to get at is if streaming services, maybe two or three of them, offer the same thing or offer the same thing and plus extras, it may be a worthwhile endeavor. What I'm going to suggest to you is, now I know this is going to be an expensive proposition, but hear me out. Try for a few months after you have watched your favorite TV show, don't cancel immediately. Stick around and see what else you found interesting to your taste. Now, both the streaming providers, the streaming services in question, and their subscribers have a part to play in this which also means that the subscriber 
needs to put a little bit in more effort to find out what else that that streaming service has to offer, thereby stretching the dollar. You need to get most out of your subscription, and the way you do this is you will need to simply. Stick around. Find out if there's anything else that's of interest in the similar genre of your choice. Then cancel after three months. Wait three months, and if there's still nothing, go ahead and cancel. But. Wait it out. Make your subscription work for you. Search real hard. Then, maybe, just maybe, these streaming services will try harder to compete for your business. They will also try harder. To keep you as a subscriber, to keep you coming back as a customer, because in this day and age, hardware there's not so much intriguing about it, but subscription seems to be getting the norm. I mean, look at. Adobe and Microsoft. What they're doing is they're taking their popular products and they've turned it in, into a subscription model, rather than offering them as a standalone, a buy once and upgrade whenever you like model. They've abandoned that. So I would suggest. Since streaming, monthly streaming, is getting more and more popular, stretch your dollar, stretch your subscription, make the most out of it, and then decide whether you want to keep it or cancel it. So, with that being said, after the break. I am going to tell you about what TV shows that need to be on streaming platforms, and what TV shows need to go. And when I say what TV shows or movies that need to stay or go, I actually mean in generality. I'll be describing what type of movies and TV shows need to stay, what need to go. Your thoughts and opinions on this. So let's cut to the break and continue soon. 
Learn the craft of screenwriting with the guys at ScreenwritingU.com. They have free classes for you to test the waters. And then they have the Pro Series courses, which are the flagship of the ScreenwritingU courses. The owner and founder is actually an expert in the industry. And you get to learn not only the craft of screenwriting, but also the business of screenwriting. So what are you waiting for? Inquire today at ScreenwritingU.com. That's ScreenwritingU with a capital U dot com. This podcast is brought to you by Spring Wales Productions, where your journey begins. Welcome back. So before the break, I was telling you about the various streaming services and the behavior of the subscribers of said streaming services and what seems to be happening like when a user or subscriber has a favorite TV show that's only available on one platform, one streaming platform, they'll watch it, they'll binge watch it, then cancel the subscription. That seems to be the behavior. However, I also made some recommendations on how they can keep their business model and how they can keep their customer base and have revenue still coming in. However, in this time around, I am going to tell you about what TV shows and what movies need to stay and what need to go. And... I will be telling you about the type of TV shows and movies that need to stay and what type need to go. So starting off with TV shows. The ones that need to go, I'll begin there, would be the cliche boy meets girl teen drama type TV shows. We've seen all this. We know how it ends. We know how it goes. We know how they operate. We know exactly what the conflict is like. So, to get you into this, teen dramas and Boy Meets Girl premises need to go. What can stay, however, is interesting ideas for sci-fi, action, and the various other genres. They can stay. Concepts or TV shows or movies that show promise deliver excellent on it those are the ones that need to stay because a well executed film or a TV show with a great concept keeps the viewer coming back for more and all you have to do is look no further than 
your favorite TV show? What is it about your favorite TV show that kept you coming back each week or each how many ever episodes or how many ever months keep coming back and wanting more? Think about that. While you're at it, also think about what it is that you do not like in a TV show. Forget your biased critiques. We're not critiquing these films and TV shows. What we are concentrating on is what is it that repels you about a TV show or a movie and what attracts you to it mostly. Leave the overanalyzing critiques. Leave overanalyzing anything. How did that TV show or movie do it? Also, the ones that need to go are any movies or TV shows that have a clear political agenda, that have a clear social justice stance, and they're obvious about it. That is a turnoff. I mean, insulting a character in the same way that you would in real life, in the same way a social justice warrior would insult somebody, their opponent, in real life, is not how you want a TV show to be. Unfortunately, that's becoming the norm. However, your expectations need to be such that the TV show and or the movie in question has successfully not only suspended your disbelief, but you yourself have convinced yourself to not overanalyze the elements portrayed in said TV show or movie or any visual content, anything. So, which is why I constantly critique the critics. I have chosen to constantly critique the critics to weed out bad criticism and promote great or quality criticism. I myself welcome criticism, but that criticism needs to be constructive. Unfortunately, not the case in this day and age. However, I digress. It really boils down to 
the TV shows that need to stay will be interesting ideas, interesting concepts that have been well executed. That would be my criteria. Doesn't matter if they're flawed elements, if set TV show or movie was successful in suspending your disbelief. That's fun. That's great. That's all it takes. And the ones that need to be removed, I've just mentioned. Anything that has a political agenda, and anything that has a boy meets girl premise or a teen drama, we've had too many of those. Enough. So, with that being said, this is Jared Dean Winchester. Thank you for listening. Thanks for joining me here at the Story Dude Saturdays with the Story Dude. Until I talk to you again, or until I hear from you again, don't forget to turn that page